0: Welcome to another David McCracken Ministries podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Hi, New Life. What a wonderful joy it is to be with you yet again, even if it's just by the camera. And I wanna thank Pastor Stephen and Susie this morning for the privilege and the honor that it always is to share with you. I am rejoicing that the Church of Jesus Christ is so very much alive. As I was preparing to share with you, I, I thought automatically that it would be one of the many uh, messages recently in the last 12 months or so that I felt God quickened to me. But in fact, it wasn't. As I waited on him, he gave me one phrase. And so this is a message this morning that I have not preached before. Um, and this is fresh but it's for you in particular every one of you as an individual and every one of you collectively as a church here is the phrase that the holy spirit spoke to me be strong and of good courage oh be strong and of good courage that statement is repeated again and again throughout the bible and for very good reason because again and again and again throughout history God's people have had just had to know those words hear those words be strong and of good courage and i want to take a look at how some of the scriptures will speak to us so so relevant so significant to you and i right now Today, I do not apologize for the fact that I will quote quite a few scriptures this morning because the word of God is more critical now than any time in history. More than any time that certainly that I've been alive and those before me, there is an onslaught against Christians and their values trying to get them to depart from the written word of God. The written word of God is our hope for the future. It is our security. It is the power of God for us to live victoriously. And so we're going to quote some scriptures together. Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 6. It says, Be strong and of good courage. I love that. Do not be fear. Do not be afraid of them. For the Lord your God is. He is the one who goes with you. Don't you love that? He's the one that goes with you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Uh, That, my friends, is the promise of God for you right now. Just imagine when the disciples were in the storm and the the waves were beating against the boat and and they were so fearful and anxious and alarmed. And then in Mark chapter 6 and verse 50, it says that, for they all saw him, that is Jesus, and were troubled or stirred, but immediately he talked with them. I just love that phrase. Immediately he talked with them. Uh, he understood their uh, anxiety in that moment with the storms raging and he comes and he speaks to them. My friends, whatever storm you're in, whatever the state of your circumstance, I can say this to you this morning. What you need above anything else is to hear the voice of Jesus by the Holy Spirit speaking inside of you these words. Be strong and of good courage it is God that is with you it is the eternal unchangeable supernatural God of history and of the current present reality he is walking with you my friends look at what Jesus said to them he talked with them and this is what he said be of good cheer now Think about that. They're in the middle of a storm. Waves are bashing in on them. Be of good cheer. You have to understand that that word cheer is the word thasio in the Greek, and it means to have courage to the point of being able to be cheerful. It, it literally means to receive courage and therefore be cheerful. And when Jesus finishes it off, by saying, It is I. So do not be afraid. My friends, if it's you having a courage, it's you having a confidence, it's you that having a revelation moment of the power of Jesus and the power of His Word that causes a fear and anxiety to go and courage to warm up inside of you, and suddenly you find yourself illogically, unreasonably cheerful. My friends, it's supernatural. It's not logical. It's the fruit of having heard his voice. In John 14, verse 27, it says this. Jesus, of course, speaking, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled or anxious, and do not let it be afraid. My friends, I'm here to say to you today, do not let the considerations of your heart, the decisions that you are making, do not let them be determined by anxiety. Do not let them be determined by social trends and pressures that this world is bringing upon all of us together. Don't let any of those negative things determine the decisions that you make and the position you hold. Only think of this, what God has said to your heart. Let what God has said to your heart ring true and bold. Be of good courage. My friends, courage in the Bible is synonymous with faith. It is that unshakable conviction that God is true and that God is faithful and that God is with us and that God will empower us to embrace our Tomorrow the risen Christ and his authority is not subject to the forces of darkness and I'm telling you now his word is not subject to the to the negotiation of political correctness and the social demands being placed upon us the word of God is eternal and it has not lost its power to transform the human heart and I want to speak to you now about four areas of choice I believe that Christians all over the globe right now are being intimidated. I believe the spirit of intimidation is coming against Christians in the area of the choices that they are making. And we must stand firm, stand strong together, re-embrace the word of God and say that we will not be intimidated. Be strong and of good Courage. Here's the four areas of choice that the Lord has laid upon my heart to share with you. The first is moral choice. Moral choice. Our moral uh, standards, our values. Our values concerning maybe family life or parenting or or, or the structure of a home or or, or a myriad of areas in which daily and weekly we must make choices of a moral nature. My friends, do not submit your moral choice to anti-christal forces in our planet right now that are dragging God's people away from the truth of God's word and the clarity of his voice. Christians are being intimidated. And what is socially acceptable does not determine your moral choice. There is only one thing that should determine your moral choice. And that is what the Word of God declares, because that will be empowered. And I, I've never seen anything quite like it. Christians are being uh, pressured on all uh, faith on all sides, for uh, to please people around them, to to not rock the boat, to to be uh, politically, socially acceptable, and and they're being thrown around with this. Friends, we have to become a back to the absolute loyalty and allegiance to Jesus as our King and His Word, as the governing influence of decision. My friends, let me tell you this. Christians departing from the absolute truth of the word, the New Testament in particular, there is a consequence to that. And the consequence to that is the parents forsaking that word and therefore creating a loss of inheritance. Let me try and put that better. As they forsake the word of God as absolute truth, They are in fact sabotaging the very inheritance of their children and future generations. Because any decision, any value system, a, a, any moral choice and, and, and standard of living and, and what we're communicating the next generation, if any of that departs from the word of God and that which is written, you sabotage the spiritual moral inheritance of the next generation now I know you're not gonna do that but I'm gonna say this word anyhow so that you do not get swayed in this season the Holy Spirit is declaring to every single one of you and collectively together do not be intimidated be of good courage in Joshua chapter 1 great scripture verses 6 to 9 4 verses there be strong Of good courage. There it is again. For to this people you shall divide an inheritance. Oh, my friends, let there be a moral, spiritual inheritance to the next generation because we have stood firm on the word of God. Look at what it says Um, The land which I swore to the fathers to give them, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law. Now, that was the law of Moses in that day in which it was written. But you and I know right now that including the New Testament and the power of the New Testament, the Bible together becomes the law of God to our hearts. And it goes on to say, Let it not depart from your mouth, My friends, we should be speaking the word of God to the generation around us. We need to be speaking the word of God into environments and circumstances, not in a religious way, but knowing it internally. Let it bubble out with conviction because the power of the word of God quoted and spoken with faith can transform any situation. And my friends, I would far rather face an unknown future under the governing directorship of a God who is unchangeable, um, unshakable, absolutely supremely uh, supernatural and completely faithful and dependable. Now, I'd rather face my unknown future like that rather than face my unknown future subject to the whims of man and social trends. That, my friend, is a recipe for disaster. So, be strong and of good courage. Do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever, wherever, wherever you go. My friends, whatever the subject, whatever the circumstance, whatever the topic, wherever your choice has been pressured to go, let your supreme point of reference be the one book that cannot lie the Bible the Word of God so now that's our moral choice or our moral choices now I want to go to the second one I want to go to financial choice financial choice so many Christians are being intimidated in their giving in numbers 13 20 here's the statement of the Lord which I think is very relevant to that whether the land the nation your city, whether the land is rich or poor, or whether there are forests there or not, be of good courage and bring, and then context, it means to the Lord, bring to the Lord some of the fruit of the land. In other words, your giving is not determined by the state of the nation, is not determined by by the predictions concerning the economic future and all of those factors. Your giving is determined by your obedience to the voice of God within you and the generosity of spirit that breaks the power of poverty. Listen, my friends, please hear me. The whole universe, the whole universe is governed by law. I mean, there's a law of gravity. Now, you can jump off a four-story building and flap your arms all you want, but I'm telling you now, you're going to hit the pavement. Why? Because there's a law involved. Why is it that the planets circle all over the globe and yet never collide? Because there's a law involved anchoring them to our sun. And so, we, every area of life, there are laws. They're not negotiable. They're not subject to personality. They are universal laws. And... The kingdom of God is governed by laws. And I can tell you one of the laws that I have discovered over 54 years now of serving the Lord is that obedience to the voice of the Holy Spirit in my giving and a generosity, a spontaneity and a generosity of spirit will always result, always, always, always result in my father's faithfulness and favor in my finances now fear would have us restrain and imprison and restrict our generosity and base our decisions on the insecurity of tomorrow worrying about the future but i believe the holy spirit is saying to every single one of you this morning that's don't be governed by that be strong and have good courage Do you know the Bible is full of it? It's it's the generous soul shall be made fat. He that waters others shall be watered first himself. Then God loves a cheerful giver. Be abundant. It doesn't matter where you go in the Bible, you're going to find that generosity draws and attracts the favor and promises of God. I am not saying that you should be stupid. Your finances should be governed by careful, wise, good stewardship. But always, my friends, in the spirit of faith, in the spirit of boldness and generosity, and above all, obedience to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And we need to encourage one another. And be careful how you encourage one another. Don't encourage in word and refuse to encourage by action and deed. Isaiah 41 verse 6, everyone helped, and the Hebrew word there is supplied the need of, everyone supplied the need of his neighbor. And then said to his brother, be of good courage. My friends, one thing gives credibility to the other. They don't go in there saying, uh, be encouraged, be encouraged, be encouraged, if you're not first willing to meet their need and, subs- and, and give them the very thing that is causing their discouragement at that time. James chapter 2 covers it brilliantly in verses 15 to 17. Read it with me. If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, or be warm, be filled, but you don't actually give them the things which are needed for the body. Well, what on earth does it profit? That's also faith by itself. If it doesn't have works, is dead. Friends, we have got to take our generosity out of the intimidation that the enemy is seeking to bring Against it. Fine. People talk about financial freedom. Financial freedom is not paying off the last installment of your mortgage. Financial freedom is being free from the restraints and the imprisonments of natural circumstance and the worry of the nation and all of these prevailing intimidating thoughts. Our our giving should warm up from within us, not restrained, not restricted. Why? Because we found financial freedom. Financial freedom isn't how much is in your bank. Financial freedom is being able to uh, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and and joyfully and spontaneously live out of a a generosity of spirit that empowers those around us. Oh, how much God loves that. Oh, how much his favor is committed to the generous heart. All right, now number three, area of choice. That which I call visionary choice. Well, what do I mean? I'm talking about the choice that determines your existing and future initiatives, your visionary capacity. And this is what I want to say to you. This is not a time to shrink back. This is a time to dream dreams. This is a time to think, not with a survival mentality, but with a conquest mentality. Christian business people, let me speak to you. Do not allow the last year of COVID to paralyze your faith for tomorrow. Is there a storm? Yes. But lean in and listen to the voice of God because the voice of God is far greater than the storm. A a word to those who are in Christian leadership, pastors and leaders, uh, because I believe God is saying, do not allow all of this that is happening around you to shrink your vision. Uh, um, 2 Samuel chapter 10 and verse 12 says, be of good courage. There it is yet again. And let us be strong for our people. Yes, strong for our people, and for the cities of our god every single city in your nation rightfully belongs to the lord jesus christ so be strong and of good courage don't hold back don't knuckle down don't shrink your vision i believe that many are being stirred by god to actually enlarge their territory i know it's illogical I know it's unreasonable, but most of what God asks us fits into that category. We need to perceive our future through the eyes of faith, not through the eyes of anxiety because of the storm. Oh, God, give me fresh eyes. Pray the prayer. God, give me fresh eyes to see the wonder of fresh dreams and future promise. My fourth area of choice, leadership. Leadership choice and you say oh well that cuts me out I'm not really a leader in some sphere of life we all get the opportunity to lead why do I say that because leadership is influence and in some sphere of life at some given moment you undoubtedly influence the lives of those around you parents are leaders uh, youth workers they're leaders A Christian in a Ungodly environment at work should be a leader. So I'm speaking to every one of you when I say this start being a bold person of influence, be a strong confident individual who knows their God, knows the word, governed by the Holy Spirit. Be a person of leadership. Be a person of influence. Be the source of hope and confidence in a world of darkness and despair. Be that person. Now, I believe that God is reminding us of our need, not only to be bold within ourselves, but to raise up others and impregnate them with a boldness and a confidence in God and his word. In Deuteronomy 31, 7, it says, Then Moses called Joshua... My friends, don't shrink back uh, from calling out the calling in others. Uh, don't shrink back and get, I've got to look after me now. It's got to be just my survival now. No, no, get rid of survival. is conquest. Take a look at the lives around you and begin to call out the greatness. Call out the calling that lies within them. Moses called Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, be strong and of good courage. There it is again. Okay, again and again and again. Be strong and of good courage. And he goes on to speak to him again, uh, further from that. Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 23. Then he inaugurated Joshua the son of Nun. And he laid his hands on him and he commissioned him into service and he said to him what? Oh, he just repeats it, be strong and of good courage. Why? Because, because he could say a whole heap of stuff to Joshua and give him all these instructions and vision. But unless Joshua's heart was strong and bold and confident in God, he would never be able to take the steps necessary to fulfill the dream and the purpose of God. Without courage, without courage, spiritual courage, not human courage, but a courage born of faith and confidence in our Father and in the power of the Holy Spirit and the truth of God's word. That kind of courage. My friends, without that kind of courage, you can never fulfill the destiny of God upon your life. We are called to be a men and women of boldness and courage." Now, let's work towards a close. How do we find that kind of courage? What's the secret to being bold in an uncertain world? Psalm 27, verse 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and or because he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, in the Lord. Now, you've got to understand something. The word wait there in the Hebrew is not the word for remaining in a fixed position. Now, that, that there is a word for that, but it's not this word. This word is the Hebrew word, koyah, and I can't pronounce it right, but it's the word for binding together. Let me quote this to you. Binding together, to be looking with great energy anticipation expecting to hear it is also the word for a servant waiting on their master's instruction it is a word that presents oneself in a spirit of humility gratitude availability for service and an anticipation of instruction now when you think about that Wait on the Lord. In other words, get aside with him. Come into the throne room boldly like he told you to and wait with expectant, anticipating hearts, believing that God is going to speak to you and empower you for the days that lie ahead. Psalm 31, verse 24. Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. All you that... Hope in the Lord. All those of you who have your expectations in God. Jesus put it this way in John sixteen thirty-three. These things I have spoken to you, that in me, that is in the Greek, abiding in me, you may have peace. In the world, yeah, you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. And once again, he uses that term, Thasio, to have such courage that you bubble up with a cheerful countenance. To have courage, to be bold and to be strong transforms the way you feel. And why? Because I, Jesus speaking, I have overcome the world. My king is still sovereign and he's still supreme in the spirit world. My friends, as we draw aside, as we meditate in the Word of God, as we listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, as we have times of adoration and worship, waiting on our Father's heart, my friends, we will be renewed and restored in our faith and in our courage and i want to pray for you right now i want to pray for you right just separate your heart and mind for a moment as i pray for you right now to receive a fresh spirit of courage and boldness father in the name of the lord jesus christ i take authority over every spirit of intimidation and i declare fresh faith fresh confidence fresh boldness my God to your people fresh courage for them to be the people of God you've called them to be may they have a hunger for your word may they have a hunger for your Holy Spirit may they have a hunger for your presence and may they walk through the days before them with a Holy Spirit given boldness that they will be strong and of good courage can you say amen to that be strong And of good courage. Now, now, before I leave you, I want to say something incredibly important. Now, I really do want you to listen. Uh, Steve, Sally, myself, the team have been really stirred in the last couple of years to ensure that uh, what we feed the body of Christ will empower them to be the church triumphant and know their spiritual authority as royal sons and daughters i wrote a book just recently called the truman parable it's on our website and people like um uh, darlene sheck people like russell evans from planet sager um brian houston from hillsong uh, and other uh, global apostolic leaders have endorsed this book why because i believe it's a timely one the first two-thirds of it is a parable. Hey, Jesus spoke in parables. Why should not we speak in parables? And so the first two thirds is a futuristic mm, drama of a story. uh, And then the final third of the book is the biblical explanation to the parable. And I'm telling you now, if you receive the intent of that book, your eyes will be opened to the wonder of who you really are as a royal son and a royal daughter of your father, endued with authority and dominion to walk through this life with boldness and courage. And on their website now, there's so much else. There's prophetic clips, there's messages, there's books. There's, it is a, now a, a, a library, a treasure trove of things that will empower your life. Most of it's free. I want you to go there and be empowered. Thank you again for the privilege of being with you. Thank you, Pastor Stephen and Pastor Susie. I just love you. I love the church that we once had the privilege to establish and I look forward to a future of great testimonies as you continue to walk through life with strength and courage. God bless you. Thanks for listening. For more content, head to our website davidmcracken.org